What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Divisional Round Weekend Edition of the Coast to Coast Podcast. My name is Liam alongside Jose and Carson. And without further ado, let's hop into these four games from this past weekend. And uh, let's get started off with the Green Bay Packers, the number one seed, uh, winning 32-18 to over the Los Angeles Rams at the Battle of Jalen Ramsey versus Devontae Adams, went in favor of Devontae Adams and his Packers. Uh, Jose, what do you got to say about this one? Yeah, I mean, in a game where I had said previously that the Rams, you know, their key to winning this game was to beat up on that that weak O-line of the Packers, um, you know, the script was kind of flipped. It was the Packers D-line that was able to really beat up on Goff, um, and they weren't really able to stop the run game, but, like, the, the air offense was pretty much, you know, non-existent for the Rams. No one really had, you know, a significant receiving game. Robert Woods had eight catches on 10 targets, but only had 48 yards, which, I mean, when you're, when you're trying to advance, you know, running dump offs, isn't really, isn't really going to do anything for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, just not really a convincing win though. The, the, the Packers went out there and, and they did what they had to, um, you know, they look solid, they got it done, but can they stop a more potent offense like the Buccaneers? Um, who, funny enough, weren't that potent this past weekend. But, you know, we know what they can be and we know what they've done before. So it's just a question of whether they can stop, you know, a more solid, you know, more put-together offense. Carson, mm-hmm. that? Yeah, I mean, like the Rams, um, you know, obviously, like Donald was injured. That was like a massive part of that. But, I mean, you know, they were solid on the ground, just like, you know, couldn't put up enough points to, you know, compete with Rodgers and, like, all the weapons that they have. Um, even, like, Aaron Jones as well had a pretty nice day on the ground. They were just, like, overall, like, pretty solid. But I agree with Jose. Like, I, I kind of still feel like they're, just, like, obviously not pretenders, but they're in the NFC Championship game. But I still don't really feel as confident um, as I do in them as I do for the Bucks. Like, especially, like, you know, they played earlier – it was a blowout. I know you shouldn't put that much weight into it, but I think the Bucks match up like really, really well because not only do they have like just as probably more weapons than the Packers, but their defense is much better. So uh, I'm excited because it could be a blowout, honestly, but I hope it's close. But yeah, I mean, you got two quarterbacks who I think were number one and number two in the league, or maybe number one, number three in the league, respectively, in passing touchdowns. So you're going to get, you know, we're hoping for an air raid. You know, you got. Um, I mean, no one really can guard Devonta Adams on that team. You know, even though Sean Murphy Bunning did do a good job holding Michael Thomas, we'll get into that later. Zero catches. I mean, Jair is probably going to be a Mike Evans. It's going to be a hard one for him again. But I think, you know, as long as Antonio Brown is healthy, he wasn't healthy last game. Um, it's going to be an interesting game between these two. But I think Cam Akers should have gotten a bigger workload in this game. 18 carries on five yards per carry uh, with no, like, like outlier, he had 13 yards as long. They should have just pushed the ball to him. I think, you know, they should have given him a Derrick Henry kind of workload out here, given that that offense, you know, just keep doing play action. I mean, Van Jefferson had a solid game. I mean, with Cooper Cup out, this kind of just took their chances away. I think if Cooper Cup was there, I think if Aaron Donald was healthy and was being, you know, a menace in the backfield, I think it's a completely different game. But despite the fact, this Packers team, you know, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with. But, um, Moving on to the next game, though, we got the Ravens versus the Bills. Again, another very disappointing game. I know very far under, uh, if you're an over-under better in this game, uh, 20 points combined was just horrendous to see from, uh, you know, 
a game that I thought I was going to see a lot of action from. But um, the Buffalo Bills, though, with a 17-3 to victory over the Baltimore Ravens as Lamar Jackson exit the game, exit the game in the second half, um, and their hopes just kind of went down from there. So, Carson, what do you got to say about this one? Um, yeah, I mean, the Bills, uh, you know, did what they had to do. They did, I think, like just enough to to get this dub. Uh, you know, their defense came up clutch with crucial, crucial play. It's crazy the guy that had that crazy pick six was like the same guy that was getting hit in the head at the combine, that, that viral video. I thought that was just like dope, you know, see him come kind of come full circle. But, yeah, no, I mean, Allen, I mean, 206 yards. You're cutting out. He's cutting out. We'll, we'll let him know. One second, right, everyone. Touchdown. Uh, Carson, you cut out for a second. A lack of Where? weapons that they need desperately. Carson, you cut out for a second. What were you saying oh, earlier? Whoops. Carson? Oh. Earth to Carson? Hello? <laughs> All right, Jose, you, you just talk for a second. What do you got? All right, well, um, you know, for a team that – I'm not going to say I've been rocking with them all year, but you guys know I've been rocking with them all year. Um, you know, it's a team that I've watched pretty much all year, and I've seen them put together, you know, great wins and put together these scrappy, you know, defensive wins. Um, but, you know, Diggs did his thing like he's always going to do. It was just – it was it sucks because I feel like they're slumping at a really bad time. Um, I mean, Cole Beasley was not involved at all. And he's been, you know, one of their best receivers this year. Um, you know, John Brown looked healthy, though. He, he, he was solid this game, had eight receptions. But, you know, the loss of Zach Moss is a lot bigger than, than we might think because they only had 32 yards on the ground. Uh, you know, and it's something I said that was key to their win was to get Josh Allen involved on the ground. They really weren't able to do that. Um, you know, it was pretty much just – you know, that Diggs touchdown that saved him the game and then, you know, a couple of defensive plays, the pick six. But I want to talk about, you know, moving forward with an injured Mahomes, they really have no excuse to not win the Super Bowl, I feel like. Because, you know, if Mahomes is out and they're playing against, you know, Chad Henney, they've got to at least make the Super Bowl. And then once they get there, it's anyone's game. They, you know, they can play with anyone. I really think... They're better than either teams, either of the teams on the NFC. Um, you know, and they have the potential. It's just about whether they, you know, are they too young to put it together? You know, is it too is it too early for them? Kind of similar to how the Rams, when the Rams went up against the Patriots, like, you know, is the moment too big for them? But I think they have everything. They uh, right now, it's it's theirs for the taking. I feel like with an injured Mahomes, obviously. Um, but this guy Tyler Huntley, bro. He's going to get an NFL job simply just to, like, simulate Lamar Jackson in practice. That's oh. literally – he will make a 10-year career just because of that. Yes, 100%. He is fast. He, I mean, he could get a Taysom, Hole, Taysom Hill kind of, you know, job if someone else is trying to go that way, you know, trying to be fancy like the Saints are doing. He'd be a great team. You know, let's say the Colts bring back Phillip Rivers for some reason, and then they bring in this guy, you know, they have a little spice up in the offense, you know, Frank Wright wants to throw something out there, run some, you know, option plays with Jonathan Taylor, you know, that'd be, you know, that'd be lethal. You know, someone like him has extreme value. If he's able to throw the ball and he's also able to run, you know, four, four. So. Yeah. I feel like everything that he did, Lamar would have done. Oh yeah. 
I don't think but he was uh, big that. They, they didn't, Carson, really didn't even know they had him, which is crazy. Yeah. He looks exactly like him. Yeah. Carson, do you have anything to add from when you were cut off? Nah, man, yeah. Uh, I know I cut off, but I basically said everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Um, but no, this Ravens team, you know, going in the Aussies and just hope that they can get some receiving talent again. I think, I mean, Marquise yeah. Brown, you know, he's just a deep threat. That's really all he is. They need to get, you know, they need to get a digs, you know, a guy that can be, you know, he can be a deep threat, but at the same time, he's also can work in the intermediate. He can work in the short passing game, like a slot guy. I mean, Aussie Willie Sneed showing some potential this year, but we don't need potential at this point. This team needs certified star. I think they go out there, they go for someone, you know, if Allen Robinson's available in the free agency, expect that he leads Chicago. Kenny Galladay, I mean, Chris Godwin could be on the market. I expect him to get franchise tagged, though. But um, they need to go out there and get a big-time receiver if they want to make Lamar, you know, give him the weapons that he deserves. Because I think, you know, it opens up the space for everyone. I think Marquise Brown becomes a much better receiver with another receiver take the pressure off him. Mark Andrews might get all the back to that territory he was in. But um, like you're saying with this Bills team, I know they're – you know, they're underdogs. It's minus three. I mean, plus three for them this weekend. I'd almost, I almost, I want to put all my money down on that right now because I feel like it's going to be hard for Mahomes to come back. And is he going to be mentally there? I mean, he's only got seven days to prepare for it, which is uh, 19 days average uh, concussion protocol. So we'll see how the things turn out there. Before but, he uh, went down, though, he looked damn good, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like They were killing it out there. I mean. It just sucks to see him go down like that. But, I mean, it's going to be – a interesting thing to see if you know chad henny is able to pull off a win against this buffalo team because i know they've been really bad against guarding tight ends this year and uh funny enough the chiefs do have uh one of the greatest tight ends we've seen in the last couple of years with uh travis kelsey and he's, they still got to you know account for tyree kill hopefully you know clyde edwards layers back he's been solid when he's been playing and then Le'Veon bell should be there you know they'd be able to have a solid running game but uh speaking of this chiefs team let's hop into it right now uh the Kansas City Chiefs squeak away with a 22 to 17 victory over the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland covers the plus 10 spread. Though, um, good see there, but um, I mean, a good season from the Browns overall. You know, they got a playoff victory over against one Crazy. of their biggest rivals. Um, they're going to have you know address the Odell Odell situation this offseason. Uh, a terrible secondary they have, but uh, it's been a big improvement from a team that you know a couple years ago was 0 16. But Jose, what do you got to say about this big game? Yeah, I mean, just a great season from the Browns overall. I don't think you can be, you know, really mad about this. Um, they did have a chance to win it, but I mean, with with Mahomes down, I mean, you were gonna you were gonna lose anyway if Mahomes didn't go down. So, um, I think you know it's it's a solid game from them. They they couldn't really establish the run game like you know we would like them to, but overall, I feel like they did. They played pretty pretty solid. Uh, Garrett wasn't a hundred percent, but he still had an impact. Um, but yeah, I mean, if Chad Henney can lead the Chiefs to to the Super Bowl like on some Nick Foles type beat, that that'd be the craziest story of this whole year. Like, well, maybe not the Alex, maybe besides the Alex Smith, thirty five year old quarterback though. That's crazy. Yeah, um, wasn't he like a coach at like a high school? Like, yeah, something like that. He got signed back to the team when he was coaching some high school, and then now he's literally could be starting in the AFC Championship. Yeah, that's insane. Um, but I mean, he he didn't have a bad game. He threw a bad pick, but then he played that um, th- those last few downs pretty solid and a ballsy play call. Uh, <laughs> last play to Tyree Kill, like no one thought they were gonna snap it there. No one was even like, no one looked like they were ready for a play. And then boom, Tyree catches it at the line and just pure disappointment on all the Browns' faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy. I mean, 
you expect any less from Andy Reid. But, yeah, I think with with Mahomes, you know, they're going back to back. If Mahomes is 100%, no one's stopping them. Yeah, I agree with that. Carson, anything else to say? Yeah, I mean, if they have Mahomes, there's not really much the Bills can do, really. It's just like, you know, just compete. But I think with Henny out there, you know, if Mahomes, you know, isn't ready to go, you know, try and shut down Kelsey as much as you can and just kind of honestly, like, let him beat you. Just know that, you know, this is like a, a backup. And because, you know, the run game's not really going to be there for the Chiefs that much. I mean, you know, Darrell Williams, he's okay, but they're in a very similar situation. The Bills are kind of in with just a kind of, you know, struggling run game. Um, and I think just shut that down and make him beat you on the outside, like make him make throws that Mahomes would make, but you don't really trust Hayne to make, I feel like. And yeah, if he, if Henny's playing uh, the Bills, yeah, they have no excuse. They should maybe not blow him out, but you know, they should easily beat them and be in yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's not a situation like I think Cleveland should have came out here this game and given, you know, 30 carries to Chubb, you know, just beat the clock down. But I mean, I'd say the same thing for the Bills, but they don't have anyone they can give 30 carries to. Devin Singletary's been, you know, very suspect this season. Zach Moss, mm-hmm. you know, was fine, but now he's injured. I mean, you can't give 30 carries to Josh Allen, and I know the guy that they started week 17's injured as well. But um, it should be an interesting game, I think. I, I think the over's 57 or something like that. Uh, if Mahomes is playing, I'm taking that for sure. I mean, it's going to be air raid, uh, little defense yeah. played. No one can guard Diggs. I mean, as good as Tredavious White is, uh, speed, speed for Tyreek Hill, and then you still got Travis Kelsey on the inside. So definitely going to be a game I'm uh, paying attention to for the AFC championship. But um, going to our last and final game of the weekend, perhaps Drew Brees' last game in the NFL. Uh, obviously, sad to see a legend go out like this. But uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not lose three times to the Saints as they get a 30-20 to victory behind the back of Leonard Fournette uh, with an all-around game and Tom Brady leading his Buccaneers to the NFC Championship. Uh, Carson, what do you got to say about this one? Yeah, it's just sad to see, like, Breeze, like, go out the way that he went out. Um, you know, three interceptions did not look good at all. And, uh, you know, really just kind of, like, exposed, like, the kind of the fatal flaw in the Saints because I think overall, you know, their team is, is really good. They'll be able to compete for Super Bowls the next couple of years. But – you know, with Breeze, it's just, like, tough when your offense is so one-dimensional. You can only go so far. You can't push it downfield. Um, and the Bucks were all over that. Um, and then as for the Bucks, I mean, you know, they were okay on offense. I mean, Brady only 200 yards, two touchdowns. Their run game was very efficient, though, with Fournette and Jones, um, you know, having solid days. And uh, just their defense came out the ball. And I think, you know, Brady, you know, he didn't even have to do that much. to still put up 30 points. And it's just looking really scary with them. Like, their team is – Legit, and that's why I'm so excited for the Packers because they match up perfectly with the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's a really good, um, just like a really solid matchup, um, and it's kind of like the debate that we've had, you know, th- for the past like ten years, like who's the who's really the greatest? Like, is Brady really the greatest, or is Belichick the greatest? Um, you know, and obviously we see him take down Breeze, and what just what an absolute like terrible game for Breeze. I mean, three picks. Um, some of them were pretty, like, pretty bad. Oh, like, triple, he threw a triple coverage throw. I think it was yeah. one of his tight ends or something. I was watching that. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah, and just, like, under throws, like, his mm-hmm. arm just looks weak. I mean, I think it's pretty much time, you know, to hang up the boots. Obviously, it's sad to see him go, go out because we all grew up watching him. But I think it's time, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, 
Michael Thomas needs to change his Twitter handle. I mean, four targets, no catches. <laughs> Can't guard Mike. Where you at? Like, you got shut down. But it's yeah, it's whatever. I mean, the Saints. I never really believed in them to really make it past this point. I think if they if they really did make it past this point, then you know, then we have something to talk about. But you know, the Buccaneers they did what they had to do. They look solid. Um, great run game. From from both you know Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, um, but you know yeah. their big receiving threats need to wake up for the next game because Antonio yeah. Brown one catch, Mike Evans one catch, Gronk one catch. Like you can't have that. Um, you got to get those guys involved. You got to get them you know early in the game. But uh, yeah, great great defensive game too from the Buccaneers. Very underrated. Devin White, mm-hmm. Devin White is a star, bro. Oh, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. That man is special. Yeah, but um, I think going into this next game with Tampa versus um, the Packers, I think the story, the X factor is going to be the run games for both these teams. I mean, obviously the Packers got a better running back, like their lead back, but I think there are two very underrated running back cores between the two. I mean, A.J. Dillon's been seeing his work for the, for the Packers. Uh, Jamal Williams also a solid option. I think, you know, as good as these passing attacks are going to be, I think number three for the Bucs and number one for the Packers, I think it's the running game that's going to tell the story. I mean, you know, when it comes, you know, small goal line plays, you know, are they going to be able to punch it in? You know, I think it's going to be – I don't know which game I'm more excited for. I think if Mahomes plays, it's definitely going to be the AFC championship. But at the same mm-hmm. time, this NFC one's just going to – it's just so interesting to me to see, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who, you know, people say is the greatest quarterback talent of all time, you know, until Mahomes will probably pass him eventually. And then Tom Brady, who's the most decorated quarterback of all time going against one another um, for the first time in a long time. So, I mean, obviously, they face in the um, regular season this year, and then Tom Brady and his Buccaneers get the upper half of them. But, you know, some good games to look at for this upcoming weekend. So, without further ado, I believe that is the conclusion of our four games this weekend. And uh, expect some more content coming to you shortly. Uh, We'll be coming with the AFC and NFC championship um, uh, review games following weekend then also we had the pro bowl so maybe we'll fit in another episode you know look at some offseason stuff maybe some you know potential rankings for fantasy a little bit too early rankings you know something you guys all want to see you know everyone's super excited so yeah uh just make sure you know subscribe make sure you know you're staying up to date with us we'll be putting out some content uh, as best as we can for you guys without further ado this is coast to coast podcast signing out peace